0: Welcome, welcome to the weekend and beyond. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Jake. Uh, employ- I'm employing the special effects today um, to ensure that we've, we're having as much fun as we could possibly have. Um, you know. <laughs> Hello, Barb. It's good to see you. I'm trying to turn off this weird effect now. I thought it would be easier to do this than I thought, Uh, but it's not. But there, oh, hello. Amy, greetings to you in Detroit. And uh, Christopher, Flavia, happy Friday. Happy real Friday. No BS Friday. I'm still trying to see us on the other thing. Bob, greetings to you Friday. Keith, good to see you there, sir. Uh, Rachel, disco Friday. Yeah, well... Disco, as best as we can go. Uh, Lady Jerry's been out surfing. My arm's a bit sore. Um, Darren, (laughs) you're not just saying this. Thank God it's Friday. Pick, greetings. Yeah, well, we're here. Half hour just won't do it, Scott. Well, it's going to have to. It's going to have to. Um, I just don't know how long. uh... Oh, hello from Florida via Wisconsin. Keith, what up, my friend? Um, I am... uh, (coughs) <coughs> oh, and Dave, the Daves are here. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring us in for a for a viewing here on the other uh, on the other channel. But I uh, uh, okay, I think I'm close now. I think I'm close to being able to see everybody's comments in real time. Oh, so good! Happy Friday! Whiskey and cranberry juice in hand, Jeff. Good for you. Good choice. Excellent choice. I've had a Glass of rosé myself as I'm uh, heading into this Friday. Larry, Lady Jerry, Larry, Lady Jerry, Larry has been out for a surf today. I've been in for my ocean dip, even in spite of the fact that my arm is uh, still a little bit sore from my shot yesterday. But uh, I think I'm, I think I'm holding up. I'm going to turn off the heater in here because I don't want to blow out the internet again. Um, <clears throat> so uh, all's well. We got through this week. We'll get through next week. I feel. I venture. I would venture to say. I would venture to say that that's going to happen. Um. So, I just don't even know. I'll be happy when I get my second shot, so that then I can go back to jujitsu. But meanwhile, I'm. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing Henzo's T-shirt. Oh, I haven't flipped the screen around. That's what the problem is. I knew there was something that I forgot to do. You can't remember to do everything all the time. I hope that didn't hurt when that just happened. Um, but, uh, you know, there we go. There we go. So uh, so I'm here trying to decide how to spend, spend the rest of my uh, Friday evening. Last night to celebrate our uh, inoculations, uh, Lady Jerry and I went to... Uh, have some dinner at a restaurant on the uh, patio. It was good. And uh, so we've got our first shot. We've been out to eat. We saw someone that we knew at the restaurant. Totally busted. I don't know if this has happened to you (laughs) because our friend was there at the restaurant. And it was her um, out without her husband, uh, but with three other ladies. So it was a women's evening, whatever you call it. But four of them, and they were all sitting at the same table, mass off, totally sharing Varinus with each other. And uh, you know, I'm not I'm not here to bust anybody, but everybody acts like they're acts like they're so um, behaving in the proper way. And then when you catch someone out doing the naughty, mm, a little bit naughty, um, <laughs> the chokehold is left handed in the before screen. Yeah, well, you got to be careful with that how's Belinda's arm uh Jen Belinda's arm is great she said it was a little bit sore mine's a little sore now when I touch it It doesn't hurt so much to move it around now um, but Belinda's arm is great she went out and surfed I think for at least an hour and a half she was in the water she got a nice ride so she was not tired I was a bit tired when I woke up today um, but uh, but she's been doing she's been doing great so No, no difficulties. Jeff, you're saying Disneyland will reopen April 1st, but until you get vaccinated, you're not going to Disneyland. Well, Jeff, uh, yeah, I'll be fully vaccinated by April 1st, so I suppose I'd be able to go. But Disneyland, Disneyland and Las Vegas are kind of different things, but sort of similar to the, in the area of like, uh, mostly no thank you, but sometimes yes, please for me. Uh, Rich, you're sorry you're late. You had trouble getting your pants off. (laughs) The good news is you didn't give up. Thank goodness for you, sir. It's that persistence that pays off. You know, it's not just having a good idea. It's the follow through that is very important. And congratulations on getting your pants off. Now, as a challenge to you, uh, forget about David Goggins. I don't know if you know who that is, but uh, forget about David Goggins. My pants off challenge is get your pants off now and keep them off until Monday at 8 a.m. Do your best, and uh, don't forget, we're all winners. All right. <clears throat> Better beer and cigars in Vegas than in Disneyland. Yes, Scott, you're right. If I had to choose between the two, then that would be the reason for it. Uh, yeah, Pick and Jenna both pointed out, yes, it was a ladies' night out. Um, <laughs> DJ Eric, you're, you're saying, do I do comedy anymore? Uh, I don't right now, but I hope to. I dream of it. There's no comedy clubs open in California, as far as I know, and uh, the comedy clubs that are open elsewhere, uh, my wife, Lady Jerry, is uh, is uh, has got me on pause as far as that goes. But uh, I I do do comedy anymore as soon as I get the chance, and I'm hoping that that's going to be sooner rather than later. And in, in other words, I'm hoping I'm hoping to get on stage and get my feet back under me before July 4th, and then I'm hoping to have my first paid gig by, um, let's say September sometime, September, October. Halloween for sure. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a paid, uh, real, a real show where you buy a ticket to come see me, uh, by Halloween, but uh, hopefully I'll be on stage before then. Thank you for asking. Um, Darren Mother Hen here. Second vaccine isn't the silver bullet. We got to get 70% or more on board. Common sense still applies. You can still get it and spread it. Yes, Darren, thank you for... uh, What did you call yourself, mother hand? Yes, I am going to be exercising caution, and that's why I'm saying I'm not going to be doing... uh, That's why I'm projecting my shows out until the fall, because hopefully by then we will have 70% of people vaccinated. (laughs) And if you don't plan on getting vaccinated... Um, why don't you plan on getting vaccinated? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right. Um Better Mickey Mouse hats at Disneyland. Yes, uh probably so. Um Pick, you're saying mask on, pants off? Yeah, always good. We're really we're re- really creating a bright uh future for ourselves. Mask on, pants off. Um Oh, DJ, you're saying I was the best stand up comic you ever heard. Loved you, love loved my style. Thank you sir thank you very much that you you just won my heart for today thank you thank you for that that, that really makes me feel good and I hope that uh, when I do do a show I'll see you there and uh, and we'll share a drink after the show maybe uh, if that's a thing that you do it doesn't even have to be an alcoholic drink if you want we'll just chug a 16 ounce water see you has to pee first um, no underground comedy clubs no um, Like speakeasies, Bob? Yeah, well, no, you're right. There are probably some underground comedy clubs, but that's not, I'm not looking to, I don't obey all the rules, but that's one of the rules I am obeying. (laughs) Jen, you're saying, no way, I'm licking people now. Uh, First vaccine and you're good. Yeah, well, Jen, I would say uh, don't lick everybody, but, uh, you know, feel free to lick the people inside your bubble (laughs) after you've had your first shot. (laughs) And then again. I'm not a doctor. I've said that before. Is my crew going to Jazz Fest in October, Scott? Um, I don't know. I will admit that uh, I had bought tickets for last year's Jazz Fest 2020 in April. And then when they canceled it, I said, okay, we'll roll my tickets into next year. But then when I got the email just a month ago that said, uh, okay, you bought tickets for last April. Last April was canceled. This April is canceled. We're going to do Jazz Fest in October, or you can get them for next April, or you can cancel them. I said, "Okay, look, let's." I'm going to. I'm going to cancel. I'm going to get my refund for my money back for my tickets. And my plan is to go in October if it feels safe. So I reserve that. Uh, I reserve that decision um, for myself later as we get closer to October. But as of right now, I would say, uh, I have gotten, I am in the process of getting my, my Jazz House tickets refunded, but my plan is to pay at the door in October if everything goes according to my dream plan. Um, and thank you for asking about that. <laughs> um... You're saying, Jeff, you're saying you're wearing a mask over where your pants should be. Well, that's a double masking. That's what. That's the double masking we've heard so much about. Um, <coughs> Wade, you saw me in Kansas City a few years ago, and uh, you waited in line to shake my hand. You said you're still waiting, or you did wait. Um, well, I appreciate that. Uh, it is my pleasure to say hello to anybody who wants to say hello after the show. Um, and so far, that hasn't backfired on me. Um, Michael, you got your first shot today. Congratulations, sir. Um, <laughs> DJ, you're saying you'll, you'll be there and you'll drink me under the table. Well, okay. Uh, that's not a contest. I'm going to let you win that one. But uh, I'm going to put in a good showing just so you don't feel bad for yourself. Um, <laughs> Bob's saying save the licking for Jakefest. Jen's saying lickfest. We may have one night of lickfest during the Jakefest. Uh, we'll see. Um <clears throat> Jen, you're saying you've always wanted to go to Voodoo Fest. Uh, I've never been to Voodoo Fest, but I do think that's a great... All those music festivals in New Orleans are basic uh, mix and match of the local uh, talents, which are worth... You know, you can go to Jazz Fest, you can go to New Orleans anytime you want and have your own music festival uh, of your own design by going out to nightclubs every night. So uh, I think if you want to go to Voodoo Fest, get your, get your voodoo pants on. And get the hell down there. Um, Dave, you're saying you're stuck in a much less fun call over there. City of Columbus has a fire to put out, and they want your help. Ooh, there goes your weekend. Dave, you're a volunteer firefighter, or, or you're a professional firefighter. Either way, salute to you. Um, <laughs> oh, Jen, I sat with you after the show because you gave me flowers. Well, also because i sometimes can feel sad and lonely after a show. Um, As I can feel a little bit right now, I've been here in the the house. Lady Jerry's been gone since about noon. She took off this morning to go surfing about, uh, oh, 7.30, and then I saw her again around noon, and then she was gone again since then for a while. Um, Okay, what are we, what are you saying? Somebody's saying they oh michael you 're saying took your then eighteen year old son to see at the Boca black box a few years ago. he was blown away oh well that 's very nice to hear michael i always <laughs> I always hope that's that uh, that i 'll get some younger fans that'll be interested in supporting me in my dotage <laughs> because let 's face it, people my age can 't always manage to get out to the show but i 'm glad that i 'm glad he had a good time, and I look forward to getting back to uh, to South Florida, although uh, I don't know if the Boca Black Box is going to happen again. Um, all right, let's take a question from the question box. Um, <coughs> what would you most like to learn how to do on a computer, uh, effectively, effectively, buy uh, ads t- to sell out comedy shows in uh, the many places that I want to go. Rachel you're asking if I remember Hippie Man in Denver of course uh John is his real name I I remember him I'm a fan of Hippie Man in Denver he's terrific and I can't I can't wait to uh to go back to the comedy works and see him and my other friends in Denver Chris Both is another hilarious comedy uh comedy uh, professional in uh, in Denver um all right, here, what, do, what are you saying? Oh, Jen, you're saying you would have whisked me off, of my, off my feet, but you were so nervous you couldn't speak. Well, um, I don't know. Lady Jerry's already whisked me off my feet, but we could certainly have a beverage together. Um, boy, I'm not so happy about, uh, about the questions today, so I'm just going to stick to the comments for a minute. Um, Jeff, this happened. Went into a voodoo shop on Bourbon Street, bought a shaker... Uh, of some kind, exited the store, shook it, and some guy freaks out that you'll summon the gods and runs away. Really happened. Well, Jeff, I mean, uh, I know that that can seem like you had a, a crazy spiritual experience, but also I'll remind you that in general, there's more people on the streets of New Orleans having peak psychedelic experiences than in any other city on the in the world, so it could have just been a coincidence that right as he was about to wig out, you walked out of there and shook that thing. So don't be too hard on yourself. Um, <clears throat> oh, you, J- Darren, you're quoting some blazing saddles there. Nice. Um, oh God, I'm, oh boy. What's the most amazing weather you've seen? This question. I was one time in a plane flying uh, cross-country from the East Coast back home to California, and we were coming across uh, the Midwest, uh, you know, Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska, on our way towards the Rocky Mountains, and there was a thunderstorm that was going with an anvil-shaped cloud that was lighting up inside like it had a light in it, and different kind of blue, red, orange lightning strikes that were lighting up this cloud. It was happening right at the right side of the plane. I mean, it was, it was far away. We couldn't feel it in the plane and we weren't in any danger, but it was spectacular. And I was so emotionally kind of riveted and transfixed and transported I turned around to see if the person behind me was looking out the window. I would go, are you seeing this? And she was looking out the window. She goes, yeah, this is a thunderstorm. And it was the, uh, it was the, the funny thing to me was like, I was having a spiritual sci-fi space travel experience and she was having a, oh, that's kind of cool. But that was the most amazing weather that I've, that I've seen. Um, There you go. Oh, Rachel, I was planning to read from Tim Russert. And sadly, I got busy and didn't pick one out. But I think um, uh, I can find one at random in here and and do it. Um, Sue says, Thundersnow. It was amazing to see my sister, Sue. Um, Jen, you're saying you were in a reasonably weak tornado in a hotel parking lot? Turned your car around with you in it. Oh, my God. You must have been just on the very far edge of the tornado where you didn't get uh, mortared. Uh, that that would have been scary. These are some better weather stories. I love your weather stories. Darren deployed to Honduras on a mountaintop, saw a storm roll in from above it. Then it enveloped us. Um, yeah, these, these thunderstorms. I feel like that's one of the things. When I had a motorcycle, um, let's read a couple more of these and I'll tell you that story. Sounds like the Twilight Zone episode where William Shatner sees a monster on the wing of the plane. It was a little like that, but without the monster. Uh, Bob, you're saying you were on a golf course when a microburst hit, took down 150 trees. (coughs) Wow! In seconds, yeah these these uh, the power of weather is 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 amazing. You get thunder snow in Buffalo, Rich. Interesting Uh, hurricanes, Michael. Yeah, I've never been through a hurricane. I've only been through a few storms that were uh, that made me realize the people who are going to ride out a hurricane are out of their minds. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I was I was just going to tell you the story about when I had a motorcycle. The amazing thing about being on a motorcycle is the uh, the emotional effect. That weather can have on you and uh, when people ca- talk about this sp- spirituality of uh, indigenous people it's it's not that they're more spiritual than us necessarily in my opinion on at least this aspect of it it's that they are outdoors if you are outdoors and you don't have indoors as one of your choices um a change in the weather is very emotionally affecting. And so when I would be riding a motorcycle and you could fe- you could feel the temperature or, or a humidity dip or rise, and uh, you could see the sky darken and you could smell rain that it was coming, you would have an emotional response, whether it was anxiety or, or, or fear or exhilaration. um or an urge to prepare yourself, pull over and put on some more clothes or take off some clothes. Um yeah, the, the the weather is spectacular and that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to for uh, with Lady Jerry and I when we get our when we get our camper, our Kimbo and our truck and we're able to travel around, I just uh, I just love the kind of emotional connection that you have with the environment when you're spending more time outside, in it. And that's even before the idea that you're going to be in some spectacular scenery. So, there you go. Um, (laughs) Michael, you're saying, California is like a theme park for natural disasters. Uh, I haven't seen it all, but I've seen fire, and I've seen rain, and I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen mudslides, I've seen sinkholes, I've seen some crazy surf and some red tide. Uh, All right rode your bike through a hail over the summit of Tehachapi, past a Cadillac and the driver was just staring at you. Yes, Scott, I've been out in the rain on a motorcycle and a bicycle where people go by in a car and they just look at you like you're just some kind of insane nut job. Like, what the hell are you outside? You had golf ball size hail last week, Jen. Now that is, that is emotional. If you're outside and hail like that comes down, you got to figure out a way to not get knocked unconscious or dead by that. That is trouble. Uh, don't look back. You can never hold back. You can never look back. Don Henley. Yeah. Don Henley and Don Henley. I think was it Don Henley. No, I think it was someone else. All right, here we go. Um, let's see, uh, if I can pick us out a story here. Father in the neighborhood. Uh, this is a Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jen, you're saying it's emotional inside. Bang, 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 bang. All right, so today's uh, Tim Russert, Wisdom of Our Fathers. I'm just going to read this one, and I have not pre-read this, so I apologize for however this may go. Um, My father was born in 1917. When he was 18, he built and flew an airplane. I remember him, late in life, describing how he converted an old Chevrolet car engine into an airplane engine. He wasn't able to get the plane too far up in the air, but it did fly, and some people who witnessed this feat still talk about it. He was drafted into the Army during World War II and was deployed in the Solomon Islands and the Philippines, where he saw active duty in an all-black company. Only late in life did he tell me that he had continually applied for flight training until a white officer told him that his applications were pointless because when it was known that he was black his paperwork was thrown in the trash. Although the news broke his heart he always said it was an honor and his duty to fly for his country. After the war my father was known as the father of the neighborhood in our section of Indianapolis. Anyone in need could call on him, and he would find a way to help. He fixed cars, radios, televisions, furnaces, air conditioners, and did plumbing and electrical work and charged nothing. He bought groceries for people he knew were in need, and we were not a wealthy family. He loved unconditionally and always strove to see the good in people. He was a magnificent, courageous, generous, caring Loving man, who had been spiritually wounded by the racism of his day, but never became embittered by it, he still believed that people were basically good. That's uh, Joyce Turner Hancock, Indianapolis, Indiana. She's a computer operator and daughter of Kenneth Turner. So there's your uh, there's your wisdom of our Father's story for today. Um, I was able to not allow myself to get completely choked up by that one, but it was quite moving. This is a picture of my father in a, uh, slip jacket for the Dream Hotel in New York City, which I am, haven't been to in a long time. But, uh, that's my father. I think that's, I think, I think that it may actually be his, like, his high school graduation photo. <laughs> he looks like he's about 35 years old. <laughs> uh, mm, mm. There we go. So there you are. Yes, Rachel, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome for that story. And uh, what else do we have? Well, we've got a couple more minutes left in the show. Um, I'm going to look at my Jazz Fest memories. Now, I wish there was some more written memories in here. Um, but sometimes it's nice to just pick out a picture of something that you, uh, that you would like to have seen. Um, oh man, check this out. Um, here's Johnny Winter from 1992. I wish I had seen that. Johnny Winter, 1992. Um, still a relatively young man, rode hard. Um, and I love the trousers that he's wearing there. Um, I think you can probably get some trousers like that on the, uh, on the internet, if you know what you're doing, if you know how to search for it. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> Darren, you're saying, isn't it amazing that often the people who go through the most shit are the nicest and the most considerate on the planet? Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think it's amazing, Darren. Yes. Uh, until you really think about it, because, uh, like I've said before on, um, uh, Motivational Monday, you know, the, my, my favorite quote from the Rocky Balboa movie about uh, it's not it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And so the people who've, as you say, uh, gone through the most shit are the people who've been hit the hardest. And I think in a, in a, in a real sense, those are the people who we've got the most to learn from and uh, i think we waste a lot of our time looking to uh looking to celebrities or really successful people for their tips on how to uh live a great life when really if you see a homeless person laughing and eating a sandwich on the curb uh that's the person you should ask for how to how to uh how to get the most out of life because they may know they may know a little bit more about it. All right. There you go. Um <laughs> Jen, you did send me that um you did send me this uh this Jazz Fest Memories book. And uh I, I get what you're saying when you say it looks like a terrible old book. It, it's a funny book because I this is one of those books that uh, if you had gotten this book when it was published in uh well, I'm just looking to the front for the copyright date. If you gotten this book when it was published in, uh, oh gosh, 1997, which is not that long ago. And that would have been just shortly after I started going to Jazz Fest. It would have been amazing book that I would have felt like, oh, these are pictures. This is, this is pictures of the exact type of stuff that I just saw. You know, I mean, I could have seen that. I could have seen that Johnny Winter set. Um, or here's, Art Neville. I've only seen Art Neville as a really old man, but that's Art Neville as a young man. And so, this is an amazing book. But you have to use your imagination and time travel, uh, time travel back to really enjoy it. And uh, I do enjoy it. So, thank you for that, um, Jen. You're saying you just figure out what's most important when you go through a ton of shit. Yeah, that's that's a fact. And uh, we've all been through that, uh, ton of shit. And so, uh, so hopefully we're going to be a lot better person, um, next year. We're going to be able to give some better advice next year, uh, than we were able to give, uh, two years ago. So good for us. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what should be a Stranger Things episode means, Michael, but I, but I like that. And also, uh, thank you, Jeff and Darren. Um, and uh, and welcome, jo- Joni. Good to see you here. Um, so uh, I think I think it's three thirty, and I think we've done our happy half hour. Like I said, it's a shame that I uh, already well, it's not really a shame. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that I've already had a glass of uh, rosé today, and I've enjoyed my happy half hour. With you, and I may have another um, another drink after this. I hope you all have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you on Motivational Monday. Um, I think next week is going to be a great week. I feel optimistic about this week. It's the fact that i got I got my first vaccination, and that uh, some of you have also gotten your first uh, first vaccination. Um, I think that's uh, that's exciting, and that we're all going to be eventually uh, vaccinated and virus free. Let's check the fun meter. Um, I'm in the red, ready to go into the weekend. Uh, love to all. Yes. It's good to see everybody wishing everybody a good weekend. I'm going to take my temperature to make sure I'm all right for this weekend. 98.2. That's still, uh, (laughs) that's still normal in my book. Today sees the day. Um, uh, I'm, I want to look for a jujitsu one because I'm wearing a jujitsu shirt now, and this is funny because uh, I've sort of said how many of these uh, are about jujitsu, and now I'm looking for one. Oh, boy! I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not going to find a jujitsu another jiu-jitsu one in here, uh, Rachel. I, I, I did get the next seize the day because you were like, oh, maybe you don't want to keep doing these jujitsu ones. But I do want to keep doing jujitsu ones. Um, I enjoy them. All right. Here's, here's the one for... This is the one I had picked out originally. And, and we'll, we'll have a jiu-jitsu one next week. Although I think seize the day uh, four is almost complete. All right. Um, here we go. Uh, today seize the day. Flavie, you're saying, make sure you have some fun this weekend. Dave, you're saying, have a better weekend than you're about to have. Dave, come on, man get your mind right. Failure is not the opposite of success. It is part of success. Think about it. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success. All those failures, all those failures lead you to your success. So um, let's all have a great night. And, uh, Michael, this is a good quote. "Would everybody have fun tonight, Wang Chung would approve. Everybody have fun tonight. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Enjoy your weekend. I will be here on Monday at three o'clock. Uh, give yourself a little kiss. Good night me and, uh, be nice to a jerk this weekend. That's your homework. Best of luck. Don't give up. Don't give up.